Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do over at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the weekly mail out and uh, the Telegram based headlines that come out daily. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, broadcast to over 2 million people every night on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks. And joining us right now from the panhandle of Florida, we've got the Mr. Mr. Guy, the guy that's in charge, the big head honcho of UndergroundUSA.com, none other than Frank Salvato. Good morning, Frank. <laughs> oh, all right, Mr. Frank. Whoop. What's going on here? Alrighty, let's turn this off. Turn that off. Okay. Hmm. All right. The phone is stuck there. How about that? Frank, call me back on the uh, the eight one three number. You know what it is? Because uh, that's not working. You're stuck on the line there for some reason. Frank will be calling me back in just a second here. Once the phone gets uh, reacclimated. Good morning, Mister Frank. Mr. Man. Sorry about that. The phone's stuck for some reason. (laughs) You know, the the social media giants will do anything they can to shut you up. Oh, I know, but it's not going to work because they've tried it before. But anyway, I just had to unplug the phone, plug it back in again. I took care of that. Hey, listen, uh, Donald Trump was up in Perry, Georgia over the weekend and uh, another big, huge crowd up there. And he uh, tore, he tore into Biden. Of course, he tore into uh, uh, the the audit that was going on, and the fact that uh, the Democrats were trying to kibosh that. He also praised the Durham investigation and what could be coming, and he also made it clear, sorta, that he's running for president. Well, that's that's big news, and and I think that we all have to start looking further down the line to November of of the next general election. Uh, because it's not as though we should just start celebrating that he's running. We have to think clearly about exactly what's going to happen, because the same people who took to the streets with violence last time are going to supercharge themselves this time. Yep. The last time social media went berserk and started throwing people off of everything, it's going to happen double this time. Yep. So... 
we've got to do some things in preparation for this if, in fact, he's not not executing a diversion to confuse the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And two of those things is, first, social media. Once Republicans take over the House and, and the Senate in, in the midterms, they must, they must act definitively against the social media giants to make sure censorship doesn't happen again. Right. They have no choice now. They, they have to execute. They have to, they have to not play politics with this. They have to be brutal in in executing this as well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's there's no screwing around with this because if it remains as it is today, this country is going to fracture in a way we have never seen it fracture since the Civil War. It is going to be bloody. It is going to be rights will be extinguished where where free speech is concerned. I mean, we've got a lot of work to do in preparation to this, and that means the Republican Party's got to get its stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, getting rid of Mitch McConnell will be a great first start. Mm-hmm. And and getting someone in there in a leadership position in, the, in both the House and the Senate that really want to see the, the country's devotion to the Bill of Rights get back to what it is. Because as it stands now, if if all of a sudden it's November in the in 2024 and and this election starts to take place the cities burn and our rights get extinguished when it comes to free speech mhm well you won't uh, and i thoroughly understand what you're saying and i don't doubt that for a second because I know these people haven't gone away. They've been waiting for the opportunity to refire themselves, pardon the pun, and get out there and do what they were doing because they think that they can scare the by Jesus out of everybody, but we have to play down and dirty. And by the way, if anybody knows any of these clowns that are thinking about doing this, turn them in. All right, here comes the music, Frank. Here comes the music. Hold that thought, folks. We'll be right back with more. Frank Sobato from UndergroundUSA.com as well. And uh, I shall return. Kathy's going to give you the phone number here coming up right now. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Sobato from Underground USA, and you're listening to Captain's America Third Okay, we are going to do it. Thank you very much, Frank Salvato. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan. The Moss, Nissan, you've heard me talk about them before over and over and over again because they are simply the best of what they do, and that is taking care of people and giving you the best 
possible car, the best service at the best price they can give you. Okay, Frank Salvato, UndergroundUSA.com is back with us. Hello, Frank. Mr. Captain. I'll tell you what. Little old Mr. Mayorkas needs to be uh, hmm. impeached, to say the least, because this guy, he uh, was on national television again over the weekend, did the Sunday shows, talked about the fact that uh, the Biden administration uh, uh, you, you was still talking about the false story about the Border Patrol whipping the migrants trying to enter while on horseback. And truth of the matter is, is nobody can find any any video proving that anybody got struck, hit, bumped, or otherwise uh, imperiled by the horse other than just a horse coming at you. Yeah, no, that's a, it's a completely fabricated story because of because of the angle of the picture that was taken. Those were the reins, the, the horse's reins. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Even the photographer said that there was there was no whipping, no no using of the reins to to hit anybody that they were pursuing. So, uh, this administration has a two big problems. One, they never tell the truth. Right. I mean, I mean, never. Everything has to be either embellished or fabricated. It is incredible the dishonesty that's coming out of this administration. Yep, on every level, on every subject. Mm-hmm. And 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 the second is they never ever ever think anything through mm-hmm. to the end. Like Marcus, what did he think was going to come of this? Everybody involved with that incident was going to come forward and say it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So why didn't they think it through as they were trying to manipulate the narrative? And another example is this: this judge that came forward and said that Florida, uh, Florida sanctuary cities were were uh, unconstitutional, mm-hmm. and, and that you can't have them. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, Matt. That means we just got a green light for nullification. Mm-hmm. If they're saying sanctuary cities were are are constitutional, then the state of Florida now has a green light to nullify everything coming out of the federal government. Mm-hmm. You know, we can make a sanctuary state for the Bill of Rights, and every single thing the federal government throws at us that isn't steeped in the Constitution, we can say, well, you know, we're a sanctuary state for the Bill of Rights, so we, we don't have to follow that edict. We don't have to do any of it. And a, and a federal judge told us that we could do it because he said that we could have sanctuary. So why not? Well, Governor... I don't think through. Governor DeSantis last Thursday night here in Tampa at our Salem event that we had, which was very well attended and people just loved what they heard, talked about state sovereignty and talked about the states, including Florida, using state sovereignty and basically taking control of some things that they could and telling the federal government to butt out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he is directly on the right track. And and I'm glad that he's listening because uh, several, several communications that, that we've had with him yep. um, have, have explained that clearly, that he's got a green light for nullification. The only thing any state has to do before they use, start employing nullification is to make sure that the federal government can't exact pain against them, and that comes in federal income taxes. If, if, if the states and the state legislatures can figure out how to make sure that the federal government can't exact pain through the withholding of funds, then state sovereignty is an absolute. It, it, it is going to happen, and that will be the saving grace for the republic 
the governor's stepping up and saying, we're not taking it as a state. We're not seceding. Why? It's our country. We're following the Constitution. They're not. Right. They're the ones that, that are seceding. We're standing with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We're sovereign as a nation. So we've, we've experienced a hostile takeover by a bunch of fascists that manipulated the election process and, and are running roughshod over the American people, contrary to what the Bill of Rights state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, something else that's going on here uh, that we should mention is uh, Joe Biden. And he's been caught once again lying his head off. Uh, we had a reporter. We had, well, another day, another dollar, right? We had a reporter who said, uh, Mr. President, you came into office on a message of competence and unity. We've witnessed what's happened in the country over the past several months. We've seen this chaotic troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. The threat of the government shutdown is right, right now is, and Democrats, members of your own party, are still divided over your agenda going forward. So what do you say to Americans who say that you've not delivered on that promise? You want to hear his answer? Oh, sure. Take a look at what I inherited when I came into office, the state of yeah, affairs of that we were in. We only had 4 million people vaccinated. We had no plan. I could go down the list. I'm not complaining. It's just a reality. Well, he lied. Want to know why? I got the numbers sure. in front of me. I got the numbers in front of me from the CDC. <laughs> He, he, they had 16,525,281 doses of the COVID vaccine. People were inoculated, all right, when he said there was only 4 million. And they had another 35 million lined up, ready to go. And let's add to that number something that the CDC and the Biden administration never, ever, ever address. And those are the people who have had it. And survived. That's right. I, I count myself among one of those. You know, we, people who have had the COVID back, the COVID virus, and survived have a superior, well, not an equal, a superior set of antibodies mm-hmm. to people who have gotten the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But those numbers are never included in any of the talking points coming out of this regime. And and as of the last time that I looked at this. The estimate is over 32 million people who've had it and survived. So why, why, why does that demographic mm-hmm. get ignored? And who people is people with, with superior antibodies? Why are why do are we being forced to get vaccinated, and wear mm-hmm. masks, and have our travel restricted? Why? And who was the guy that had it that didn't know he had it before anybody knew what it was all about? It was me. You know, this <laughs> is. The, the, this complete ignoring of a gigantic demographic of people who could have been just just doing what what the people of Sweden and Denmark and Norway who now have no restrictions in place at all and find this to be not even a so, not even a social issue anymore did establish the herd immunity like everybody was saying in the very beginning. Yep, we needed to establish. Herd immunity, protect the vulnerable, and, and move forward with this. Instead, we've had an inept federal government apparatus, and especially the people at the CDC and Dr. Fauci, they, they have elongated this issue because they did what Rahm Emanuel said all those years ago, never let a crisis go to waste. Yep. They're using this to shove an agenda down our throat that we don't want. Now, can you stick around for another segment? 
You bet. Okay, hold on, because when we come back, i got more to talk about with Frank Salvato. I'll tell you what, we are just getting started here. <laughs> and i got some more stuff, including the January 6th insurrection? Really? <laughs> Wait till we come back. Don't go anywhere. We are returning right after this break. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, the answer. All right, back to Frank Salvato, undergroundusa.com. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. Thanks for sticking around. I really appreciate it. Now, over the the weekend, a judge forced federal prosecutors to release surveillance footage of the happenings on January the 6th. And because of that, despite claiming the video would endanger national security, what was shown was far and away from an insurrection. Instead, unidentified men dressed in black systematically uh, entered and opened the doors for perplexed protesters to walk through, at which point they mingled and took pictures. The video did not even show a violent rush as part of an organized attempt to overthrow the government. Wow. Yeah, now, we were talking about this a little bit on the break. Um, what do, and, I, and I've, I've, I've morphed from calling progressives progressives, because they've turned full-blown into fascists. Communists. Days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do the fascists always do when, when they get in front of a microphone when there's controversy? They always telegraph what they're doing onto their opposition. Always. Yep. So wh- what was the one goal that the fascists, in, in the form of Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and, and all the people who were who, who stood to gain power on that day, what what was their goal for January 6th? To stop the certification of the Electoral College. Yep, and what happened as soon as those doors were open, all the people on the left said, my life is in danger. Remember AOC lying about, you know, about where she was and feeling that her life was threatened and we have to stop all this? Well, mm-hmm. all of the objections that all of the elected officials who were going to bring up saying, we, we need to challenge this vote, mm-hmm. we're not voting to certify, mm-hmm. we, we need to be examined this election, that all stopped. Yeah. That all stopped. So the Democrats are right. There was an insurrection on January 6th, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the people who were walking through those doors who did it. It was the people in, it was the people on the floor of the house on the left side of the aisle who did it. They stopped the constitutional <laughs> process yep. in its tracks. Yep. That's where the insurrection took place. Now there's supposedly ninety six of these cats that are pretty much marching to the beat of that drum. No. That's just about half of the Democrats, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so when we when we look at January sixth, Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer, they want you to look at this bright shiny thing over here, which were the pictures that were taken of all the chaos that was happening. 
Mm-hmm. But they don't want. They never bring up the fact that all of the objections that people said they were going to raise, and and all of the all of the the votes not to certify mm-hmm. they were going to be cast. Yep. That all changed with that chaos. Yep. And George, the Godfather, who's listening, and good morning to George, is saying, "Yep, true, bingo." <laughs> you know. So there was there was your insurrection right there. Now, as far as the people sure. dressed in black, I just want to go back to the beginning of the Obama administration. I know that's a long time ago, but it's relevant. Yeah. Remember all of those videos that came out uh, that had all the, the the people dressed in black? Yes. Saying they were pledging allegiance to Obama and Obama's army and this, yes. that, the other? Yes. Interesting that they would wear the same regalia and the same outfits as the people who opened those doors. Wasn't that part of Van Jones' deal? Uh, I don't know if it was part of Van Jones' deal, but it was definitely part of Eric Holder's deal. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, it tells you just about all you want to know. Well, it's it's just a very interesting coincidence that the people who were who were marching like a militia, pledging their allegiance to Obama and not the Constitution, would have would have been wearing the same regalia on a day when the Constitution was trashed. All right. Well, we got a call here from Ian. I'm going to see what he wants to ask. Okay, Ian, what's your question for Frank? I just wanted to comment. I liked his rant in the previous hour about the Constitution, unconstitutionality and all that. But look, hey, dude. You're 100 years late to the party, 108 years late, I'm sorry, 108 years late to the party. We've been on our unconstitutional system since we created the Federal Reserve and the income tax. That is the root of their power right there. We need to abolish the Federal Reserve and the income tax, and we need to give the power to create money back to the Congress. We're backed by gold and silver. Everything else, look, the best thing we need to do, I know you guys disagree with this, we need to collapse this system. Okay, we need to clear the table and start over. And one last thing, that thing on January 6th, I didn't go. I could have gone. I knew that was a Fed honeypot. You, we have to assume that any conservative, libertarian, Christian, nationalist, whatever you want to call it, left alone type people that go out and march mm-hmm. is going to be infiltrated by feds. Yep. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, he's right what he's saying there but about the feds. And I had a chance to go up there, too, and I said no. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what better and say he's 109 years too late. Okay. The whole collapse of the country started with the, the direct election of senators. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah. As, mm-hmm. as, as soon as we, yep. as soon as the, the progressives in the Wilson administration decided that they were going to move that amendment forward, then exactly what happened was we we gave up protection for the states. Yep. And everything, everything became a federal issue and a, and a political federal issue. And like I agree with him on the income tax. We shouldn't have an income tax. Mm-hmm. We, we are a consumer nation. Mm-hmm. We, we should we should have a tax that that actually represents what we what each individual decides to engage in, instead of what the government decides to engage itself in. Well, I've been in so, favor of a flat tax for some time. Ever since I heard about it, you pay whatever you pay, and that's it. You're done. Well, I'll go. I'll, you do it you on your purchases. All, mm-hmm. you, have, you have to abolish all other taxes and and make it illegal for anybody to to institute another tax. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can get double taxation. But yeah, consumption tax. Yep, it's something to think about. A fair yep. tax is another thing to think about. Yep, mm-hmm. you know. But as far as and the last point, collapsing the system. 
we don't need to collapse the system under the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. What we need to do is dismantle the bureaucracy. Yeah. That that was also brought in by the Wilson administration and bolstered by the Roosevelt administration. Yeah. You get rid of the bureaucracy so that when the government shuts down, it actually shuts down. You get rid of the apparatus that keeps rolling along no matter who's in office. You don't, you don't set the Constitution on fire. You don't set the Bill of Rights on fire. Yeah. What you do is you, you get rid of the bureaucracy that is not constitutional that exists. Yeah. So you've got a lot of work to do. That's for damn sure to get back to good. I know I won't be alive to see it, but mm-hmm. you got to set the groundwork for it so the next generations can understand what freedom and liberty are all about. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has vowed to hire the Border Patrol agents so they're going to be disciplined, suspended, or whatever by the Biden administration for a bunch of nonsense that they didn't do. Uh, I'm all for Governor Abbott doing that, but I think that uh, I think that we really need to, to, to. How can we stop this from going on? This fake, false premise with the horses and running down people and whipping them with the rain. I mean, what the hell? How can we stop this? Well, everybody, everybody, everybody has to get very, very vocal about it and call BS. And it's got to be all over social media. It's got to be to our elected officials. It, it's got to. We have to get pissed okay. about the lies that are coming out of this White House and the lies that are coming out of this Democrat-led Congress, mm-hmm. and we have to stop tolerating it. That means midterms have to be, for for lack of a better word, and I'm sure this is going to be a trigger word for everybody on the far left. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a. It's got to be electoral slaughter. Okay. All right, well, Frank, I appreciate you sticking around. We're going to have more conversation come Friday, and I'm sure we may still be talking about some of what we just discussed. <laughs> yeah, I bet. All right, take care, stay Frank. Little, stay little, Thank, you very, thank you very much. I sure will. Okay, coming back with the uh, sports quarterback, sports zone quarterback, Patrick Hyland. The Bucks got beat yesterday. The Tampa Bay Rays just win, baby, win. <laughs> They're division champs. And I'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Hey, Kevin Jackson here. You're listening to the Captains of America Third Watch. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this.